ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The pandemic put flexible working well and truly on the agenda. All of a sudden, everything we've been told about workplace culture and standing desk ergonomics went out the window. We had to find space in our home to cram a desk and an office chair. So for managers, how could they know that people working from home were actually working from home? Some have taken to spying on their employees. I'm Tegan Taylor and this is Quick Smart, the show that feeds you big ideas in bite-sized pieces. So how many of our managers are secretly watching us at work? Is workplace surveillance even legal? And most importantly, am I about to be fired for putting on a load of washing during a meeting? One person who has been working extremely diligently from their home is Sophie Kestevan. Hello, Sophie. Hello, Tegan. Good to speak to you. So first things first, I do a lot of work from home. How many people could be watching me on any given day? Well, I'm not exactly sure about that, Tegan, but all I would say is anything you do on your personal work laptop, just be mindful that people could be watching, they could be listening. There is a possibility of that happening. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So you have been looking into the people who are looking into us. What have you discovered? Yeah, so I've been writing an online article for the ABC looking into workplace surveillance and pretty much nothing is sacred to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've discovered there. But people can monitor your work laptop in a number of ways from keystroke monitoring, which tracks how many keystrokes someone is making per hour, all the way to having a look at your screenshots in your computer tapping into your webcam, looking at your personal work emails, as well as your personal messenger chat that you might use on Teams or another platform at work. There's lots of parts of jobs that just aren't typing. Is that even a very effective way of knowing whether someone's working or not? Yeah, which can be concerning. And I spoke to Stephanie Costi, who is a Sydney-based lawyer, and she ended up leaving a previous firm, not directly as a result of workplace surveillance, but she said that was used as a tool of of bullying in the end. But she kind of touched on how what they can't measure is what's happening out in the corridor if you're having a chat boosting morale in your office. I do so much morale boosting. That's something that can't necessarily be monitored in the form of keystroke monitoring. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's so many things that go into a productive workday that um, that you might maybe can't capture with fairly crude technology. But I, I suppose the thing in this space is that the technology isn't always going to be that crude. Some of the tools um, that you looked at were like AI. Yeah, yeah. And it's an area that's really growing globally as well. Like in the States, they, they are concerned about how much uh, these AI tools are being used for workplace surveillance. The New York Times last year, they did an investigation. They found that eight of the 10 largest private US employers tracked individuals to assess their productivity. And it can be, you know, anything from nurses to office workers, um, having softwares on their computer to record like the mouse and keyboard activity, all the way to like warehouse packers and kind of looking at the scanners they use to track the pace of work. They've raised concerns over in the US about that because if they're pushing people to work faster, 
then that can also be a question of safety in terms of, okay, what, what might they be missing, fatigue as well, and also just the well-being of uh, workers as well, which coming back to Stephanie Costi, the lawyer I spoke to, who is now an advocate for a Future Safer at Work, she was quite concerned about this area as well because, yeah, if people are being monitored all the time, there's a big question about trust there too, whether or not your employer trusts you to do your job. And that's a big concern in the workplace because people, if they're working in fear, they're not exactly able to thrive in those types of environments. Whereas if they're left to their own devices, their employers trust them. If they're not, you know, working up to scratch, then reprimand them. But there's no need, she said, to be playing big brother in those environments because it just really hinders performance sometimes. Yeah, you'd think like it, it's going to have a mental health impact if you sort of feel like you're looking over your shoulder or someone's looking over your shoulder mm. all the time, but then equally surely that has an impact on performance, which is the whole thing they're trying to boost here. Yeah, so she was uh, arguing that this is actually quite counterproductive in some ways while uh, organisations are wanting to increase and boost staff productivity. But people, staff will always find ways around this. And I was even looking at previous articles um, done by RN Science as well, looking at the rise in mouse jiggers uh, with the beginning of the pandemic. That increased around Australia. Sorry, people like wanting something that's automated to jiggle yes. your mouse. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, so there was an increase in the sale of some of these items following increased workplace from home practices because some staff, particularly working for big organisations, they're concerned if they step away from the computer, it shows up as perhaps a way. And if they keep the mouse jigger, then they can still look present at their computers and not worry about being reprimanded as much. Okay, so this is the thing. If all we're talking about now is like hacks to get around surveillance, there sort of seems to be like this underlying assumption that people are slacking off Mm. and you work for your employer. They're paying you money to be there. You're probably using their laptop. Why shouldn't an employer be able to check that people are actually working if they're getting paid to actually work? Let me pose this question to you, Tegan. <laughs> How would you feel if, if, if someone was uh, monitoring you down your webcam video, I guess, every day? It would feel a little bit intrusive. And I guess that's the issue here. It's like how far is too far. Mm. But I, I can definitely understand what you're saying there. And I think if people aren't performing to the level that's expected, then you can understand that, okay, maybe we want to, you know, monitor some of these things going on. But should someone have to be under workplace surveillance if they're going about their job doing the right thing? Mm. Some of these technologies are used in physical workplaces, but we're talking a lot about people working from home. And I think that the interesting thing with this is this idea that working from home is like an innately unproductive place and that working from an office is an innately productive place when, of course, some people are way more productive when they're working from home. Mm. Some office mm. environments are really hard to concentrate if you're sort of in a creative or sort of knowledge-based work and you're in an open plan office. Isn't this potentially an opportunity for higher levels of productivity? Yeah, exactly. Like I think when you, when you do go into an office, I think it's important to interact with colleagues and, you know, that boosts the whole morale of an office as well. But when you're at home too, there can be, for some people, be fewer distractions and they just put their head down and and get on with it as well. So I think 
at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, I can understand there was like heightened anxiety for employers about will my staff be doing enough work from home? But I'm sure over time, hopefully that anxiety has kind of fallen away. I guess we should actually talk about the legality of this because I am really curious. It does seem like monitoring keystrokes on a computer or maybe tracking what's happening within a network feels like, I don't love it, but it's probably okay. But the idea of a webcam being on is pretty unsettling. What is the law around what workplaces are allowed to do? Yeah, well, it's pretty crazy. And I think particularly in Australia, like very inconsistent and it varies from state to state around Australia as well. So the fair summary is that there is no requirement of prior consent in the form of agreement of employees to employee surveillance across Australia. So what, they don't actually need to get consent to surveil an employee? Yeah, it's it's very, very inconsistent across Australia, but in New South Wales and the ACT, there is an obligation to give notice to affected employees at least 14 days before the monitoring activity commences, but it's not the case in all other states and it's a bit all over the place there. So what, like, if you feel like you're being inappropriately monitored, is there any recourse? That is an area of concern there as well and it's something that uh, Miss Costi brought up, that since she's taken on the role of being an advocate for a safer future at work, she's had people who work at like big tech companies kind of share their experiences with her about how there'll be a clause in the agreement saying we can surveil you at work. And, you know, what are you going to do in that scenario if you are being surveilled and you're not happy about it? Because a lot of these big organisations will have an incredible, very talented legal team. And if you're just one little person going up against this big organisation, you're going to have to have an even bigger legal team. And a lot of the time, are people going to take that, you know, fight ahead? No, they're not. So, well, it's not uncommon for people to discover that there's probably something in their work agreement that states they can surveil you. Need be even in my workplace, I've been informed that it's not uncommon for it to be in contracts either. So, yeah, it's about looking at that fine print and I guess being being aware of that. Mm. So has uh, discovering all this made you change uh, how much lipstick you put on before you sit down in front of your webcam? <laughs> uh, definitely not. Definitely not. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, not too, I'm not too concerned about the whole webcam monitoring thing myself, but... Maybe that's because I'm not, I don't walk around in boxer shorts at home (laughs) (laughs) in front of the work computer or things like that. But uh, something that uh, Ms. Costi did reiterate is that don't use your work computer for personal things. Anything personal that, you know, be it your even personal emails, use your own personal device for that. Be mindful because anything done on a work computer is not private. Um, as much as we'd like to think that is the case, there is still an element of Big Brother there. Yeah, keep church and state separate. Sophie, thanks so much for talking to me. (laughs) Pleasure. QuickSmart is made on the lands of the Jagera and Turrbal and Gadigal people. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.